and welcome to the Creative Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Van Doren, and in this podcast, I talk with some of the most creative and inspiring people that I know. From hearing about their process to what holds them back from creating, routines and rituals, to the intersection between creativity and spirituality, you'll hear from writers, actors, singers, dancers, musicians, painters, multi-passionate creatives, and anyone else who considers themselves a creative soul. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Creative Soul Podcast. I'm your host, Leah, and I'm so happy that you're here. If you were here with us last week, then you know we celebrated a very special milestone in the creation of this podcast, episode 50. Um, If you haven't yet checked out last week's solo episode where I talk about what it felt like to hit episode 50, some of the lessons that I've learned from a year of podcasting and the unexpected gifts that a year of podcasting has given me, both in healing my own voice and sharing my own voice, but also in the people and the connections that I've made throughout this journey. It was so sweet to feel all of the love and the support that not only you, the listeners, gave me. I got so many sweet messages from that episode, but just seeing the beautiful community that we've created over the last year, again, all of our incredible guests, and their incredible stories and yeah definitely check that out if you haven't yet already there's also a fun q a at the end where i share just honestly with where i'm at right now but today's guest is a very special guest someone that i was really excited to have on the podcast and really just shows how having a podcast can really connect you with other people and So today's guest is Katrina Markoff, and if you haven't heard of Katrina Markoff, she is the CEO and founder of Vosges au Chocolat, which was named one of the 10 best chocolatiers in the world. So today's episode has a very beautiful, serendipitous, magical story of how Katrina and I became connected and how I got her on the podcast, which I will share with you. But first, let me get into a little bit more about Katrina and what she does. So Vojo Chocolat's intriguing chocolate creations are made with the finest ingredients from around the world, sourced by founder and chocolatier Katrina Markoff. Three days following her graduation from Vanderbilt University, Katrina moved to Paris to pursue her dream of studying the culinary arts at Le Cordon Bleu. Using her palate as her guide, she then embarked on a world tour that began with an apprenticeship in Spain under the direction of Ferran Adria and continued east through Southeast Asia and Australia. The Purple House of Vosges au Chocolat and the concept of travel the world through chocolate were inspired by her journeys. Katrina's fusion of indigenous spices, flowers, roots, herbs, and liqueurs with premium chocolate creates a sensory experience that nurtures awareness of and appreciation for the world's diverse cultures. Katrina is the recipient of numerous accolades, including being named one of the top 100 most creative people in business by Fast Company, Fortune Magazine's 40 Under 40, the Bon Appetit Food Artisan of the Year Award, and the Innovator in Chocolate to Lead the U.S. Through the Next 30 Years by Food & Wine Magazine. She was also honored as Woman Entrepreneur of the Year by Open American Express and Entrepreneur Magazine. And most recently, Vojo Chocolat was named one of the 10 best chocolatiers in the world by National Geographic. So, incredible story. I first came across 
Vosges Chocolat, um, actually in the Chicago airport. I was on a layover traveling to Hawaii. I think it was when I was traveling to Kauai last year. And I had never heard of this chocolate company and I came to this, the airport and found this chocolate kiosk and felt transported through a world of chocolate and meditation and magic and storytelling and creativity and alchemy and it was just amazing. I've never experienced a brand or a food company that was able to connect with me so deeply and the way that Katrina and I got connected is I actually wrote a letter to her explaining how beautiful her chocolate was and how much I was touched by it. And so I wanna read the letter to you that I sent to her and it's a little bit over the top. I was just trying to connect through the magic of storytelling and because her chocolate is all about storytelling through the medium of chocolate, I knew that I wanted to connect with her. And so I'm gonna to read to you the letter that I sent to her out of the blue. Again, this is a CEO and founder of this like multi-million dollar company. And I found her email online and just sent her this email. So here we go. This is my email to Katrina. I said, hi Katrina. This past weekend, I was on a layover in the Chicago airport and felt hungry. Hungry for sustenance, hungry for connection, hungry for something. After filling myself up on an unsatisfying burrito, I'm lugging myself around from terminal to terminal, the backpack on my shoulders causing my body to ache, and I'm just trying to walk as fast as I can to my gate to put down my backpack and finally relax, the burrito still swirling uncomfortably in my stomach. I'm speeding down the nondescript hallway, and I suddenly see out of the corner of my eye a sign stating cheese and chocolate, an unlikely pairing. Cheese? Chocolate? I'm intrigued enough to check out the kiosk. Unbeknownst to me, I enter into a portal, a new world and paradise of sorts, where I am reminded the power of storytelling, ceremony, ritual, creativity, and of course, chocolate. All of the things I was hungry for but didn't know I needed. I find myself in front of dozens of chocolate bars with flavors like Parmesan walnut and fig and black sea salt caramel. I start reading the descriptions and suddenly I am transported, connected to places and culture and people I didn't know I needed. I turn over the back of the bar and read the chocolate ritual and I am sold. I have never spent $10 on a chocolate bar, but I don't care, I am hooked. I want to feel like I'm partaking in ritual. I want to engage in the centuries-old tradition of cacao. I want to travel the world through chocolate. I spend about 20 minutes selecting the bars that make me feel something. A stirring in my soul, a feeling of remembering, a feeling of home. I can't decide because I want to try all of them, but for the sake of my wallet, I select two. I choose tree milk and black salt caramel. And while the cashier rings up my $20 payment, I can't stop browsing and discovering new treasures along the way. Chocolate meditation cards? This chocolate company feels like it was made for me. I immediately begin Googling your company and stumble upon your story and the idea of chocolate as the medium for storytelling, and my mind is blown. As an artist and storyteller myself, I am constantly looking for new ways to artfully engage in the world around us. 
When I finally make it to my gate, I take off my backpack and barely even notice the ache in my shoulders anymore. I sit and do exactly as the bar suggests. I breathe, set an intention, and enjoy the chocolate, fully feeling its medicine and sound healing frequency and indulging in my senses and my intuition, all with a hint of hazelnut and toasted coffee. As I sit in the almost empty Chicago airport, socially distanced from anyone around me, mask covering my nose and mouth, I suddenly feel connected to humanity, to nature, to the earth and the stories and the community that we are all a part of. Thank you for following your dreams and setting off all around the world to discover the flavors and stories that you then alchemized into chocolate so that we can experience it as well. Thank you for giving me a chance for joy and creativity and connection. You are a pure magician with so much love, Leia. So that was my letter that I sent off in the internet ethers to Katrina. And she responded almost right away and was like, oh my gosh, we have to get on the phone. Like, who are you? This is amazing. Let's get on the phone. So we ended up chatting and she ended up sending me her chocolate healer collection, which was this huge box of chocolates with chocolates inspired by the planets, the sun, the moon, all the different planets. And it was one of the most beautiful gifts that I've ever received because it... Her work is so intentional, so creative, and like I said in the letter and like I've said, you feel like you're partaking in a ritual, and it's seriously the most mindful that I've ever been with food. So after all of that, I knew I wanted to get Katrina on the podcast, and you'll hear in this episode, we had a lot of scheduling mishaps because she's so busy, because she's a CEO. I'm really grateful that she was able to take the time to share with us a little bit more about her story and her process, how she comes up with these brilliant chocolate collections and what chocolate really means to her and what her creativity means to her and how she gets inspiration. I think Katrina is one of the most tapped in people that I've really ever met and just so, so grateful for this conversation. I'm so excited to share it with you. You'll notice that the interview, I noticed that while listening back, I felt like I was really rushed in my questions because I knew we had just a very limited short amount of time before she needed to get off the phone and and get on another call with a client. Again, so busy, but still wanted to share this conversation with you and Learn more about the beauty and the magic and the alchemy that is chocolate as storytelling with Katrina Markoff. So hi, Katrina. Thanks so much for coming to the Creative Soul Podcast. Thank you so much. It's so fun to be with you after our fateful note exchange. (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. It's been the timing, you know, wasn't aligning then, but it's always in divine timing. So this is the perfect time to do it. Love that. Agree. Agree. So the first question I ask everyone when they come on is what is currently fueling your creative soul? I think I, gosh, it's, there's such a rich answer here because I've been doing so much work on just being really connected to myself and my environment, sort of becoming super aware, super conscious of like the meaning of everything that I see and everything that I interact with. And 
That includes the resistances and the challenges. And it is keeping me very in a state of equanimity, like really grounded and, and sort of calm through the bumps. And it's been, it's made me hyper creative because I don't sort of get stuck in like what I might've used to, which were sort of ruts around like certain challenges that would get in my head and and then I would go down a rabbit hole that was a little dark and then you know come back up so just staying at that base level of like groundedness and then from there I just kind of bounce up into these higher levels and then come back it just feels like I'm in really good movement flow growth flow Mm, I love the way you describe that. That's beautiful. And I'm, I'm super curious for someone who, you know, is a founder and a CEO of a company and a mother and a wife and all the different things that you do. How do you find time for yourself? And how do you find, you know, like, how do you fill your creative inspiration? Well, I would say, you know, I am focusing a lot on my rituals and my self-care routines and my goal writing, my journaling to the point where it's hours a day. And I would never have said I had time to do that. I would have never prioritized that. But what I'm finding is the more that I do that work, the easier everything else is flowing for me in my actual job work, in my relationship work. And it's been a leap of faith to do that because, you know, I was grinding it out before and I was basically working constantly and gritting, gritting it out. And instead of gritting it out now, I feel like things are just coming easier because I'm really focused on, you know, what is it that I want to, what do I want to manifest? What are my goals? Not just in finances, but also in creativity and intelligence and getting in the zone and mm-hmm. health and relationships. So I've just really shifted how I was thinking before in a more, you know, sort of like, like single tunnel vision before. And now I feel like I'm much wider. Mm-hmm. And in opening that up, have you found like that giving yourself that time and space, does that find like you find that flow be more successful, quote unquote. A hundred percent. Like, honestly, like opportunities are just coming and coming and coming. And I'm like, how is this happening? Mm. Like, what is happening here? And I think it's just like for the reflection of your inner world often, you know, is seen in your exterior world and what kind of comes to you and how you deal with things. And I'm just feeling like caring more for that, that dreaming if you will, of what I want to see in my life. And it's not like I'm not doing anything all day or anything. It's just like, it's just, if it's going to be, it's going to be me. And I have to like work on what it is that I really want to show up as opposed to like letting things like show up that I, you know, wish hadn't. And then like focusing on the, the problem, if you will, versus like, okay, but what do I want now? Like, how am I going to grow this? It's like, what's next? Let's get busy. Let's go. And I do that through writing. And it's just been really powerful. I don't know if I'm articulating that very well, but I guess the point is to stop focusing on those things that come up that are like matrixy and negative and like focus on like the wins and like get fuel from your wins as opposed to being pulled down from the challenges. And it's a real shift in, in choice. It's like, you have two choices. You're either going to choose like 
energetic than eking or are you going to choose like the 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 challenges the the oh no's the worries and the fears and i'm just choosing the other and i and it's really been an interesting experiment i'll say mm, that's so cool to hear i love that and i would love if you could give us i mean i'm so inspired by your work obviously but i just love that you use your work is all about creativity and storytelling but told through the medium of chocolate and so you talk a little bit about like why you decided to use chocolate as that medium and a little bit more about that well i think you know i had studied culinary arts food and went, went to the cordon bleu in paris and then worked in spain and traveled around the world mostly southeast asia and australia and as i was traveling i was realizing food was so much more than taste and that it, there was this whole energetic this this sort of food is healing. This food is something other than just basic nourishment of, you know, of the body for, you know, nutrition. And then I started to, you know, look at like which foods were the most compelling to me. And chocolate, of course, is one of the most popular foods in the world. And like probably one of the most, you know, emotionally elicited like responses when you say the word chocolate. And, but when I looked at the history of chocolate, I realized, you know, it was really used as sacred plant medicine. And that was like super fascinating to me how like its origin was that, but, and people were very attracted to it, but they were really using it as like a, a sweet or like something that was like super decadent and something maybe you shouldn't have too much of or whatever. And I was like, oh, this is a very interesting contrast. And I think I was just drawn to it for that, you know, deep history and the power of it. And it can be savory and it can be sweet. And I just felt like there were many, many, many applications to use cacao and, you know, in, in different forms, powders and cocoa butter and solid chocolate and liquid chocolate and drinks and just felt like it had this endless range and it had this incredible energetics to the plant that seemed like that wasn't quite being told like the story it was in the beginning and that there was opportunity for for telling that story and beyond mm. Mm. yeah I love that and and I love like I mean you've told the story before about traveling in, to India and finding that first story for your truffles and I love that each of your products like come with that story and the story is the main focus. And so I'm curious, like, do you seek out stories or do stories kind of come to you? Like, how do you find those new stories to tell and, and what it is that you're drawn to, or do you just let them kind of come into your field? Well, I think that's where like the whole consciousness is. It's like the more present, the more aware of everything sitting around you. I view things like, there to tell me stories so like I can like I'm looking at this piece of you know pottery in front of me and then this match this like match box that has this amazing stag in the forest and for some reason when I just say to myself like oh what, what am I seeing in this connection you know it's like sort of this majestic animal like I can tell myself a story that has meaning to me and then from there it sort of becomes this opening of, of, of doors to like invite me to like go deeper go deeper and the more I do that the more I connect the dots between everything that's going on in my life what I'm creating right now Vosges which is prima materia which is this collection around like sort of the first matter the black soil the fertile soil the that the alchemists said like you know 
things were the ultimate creative soil was like we're from chaos to sort of balance of the archetypes and whatnot. That's kind of a deep collection that I'm working on now, but you know, I connect to that. What is it speaking to me? So I, you know, imagination is super important in my process and it's not, and it's really open. And if I'm not, if I'm not open and present, then I can't receive that. And, Mm -hmm. and, and so I don't look at, you know, necessarily chocolate or food for inspiration. I look at my environment and I'm, I'm guided by my nudges and, Mm. and that's, you know, the most powerful place for me to be, to create. And I, and whether I'm sitting in my apartment or house or whether I'm traveling, it, it's kind of like the same, like I can get it from anything. I don't need to go away. I just need to like calm the mind. Cause like I always say that, that thinking is a low vibration and, you know, it's more about opening all the sensors in the body and being able to receive that information. Mm, I love that answer because yeah, it's so much about being open and not, you're not seeking something, but you're just being open so that you can receive that, that knowledge. I'm so curious, like what your creative process looks like when you're creating a new collection, like how does it all work? Well, I mean, sometimes time is a very helpful agent because at some point you have to make a call like, okay, where am I going to go with this? What's the, what's the choice? But I, I, I notice that I just get fascinated with certain things and they sit with me for a while. And then eventually I'm like, yes, I get enough sort of nudges and signs. Like I'm doing this. And I, I try to be very aware of that. And then from there, I always start with what is the story I'm trying to communicate? How is this going to be an, an alchemical, like truly experiential caring more than just a food, carrying some other component of, you know, healing of experience. And so I I start with the story and then from there, I'm like, okay, what is the now, what does the packaging need to look like? And so then we do the designing of the packaging first. And then from there, I'm like, okay, now what are the recipes? Because the recipes have to fit the feeling of the box. And mm. so sometimes I can parallel path it, but a lot of time I really want to feel the experience and, and, and then create what should be inside. And then recipes are usually derived from like for this next collection, it's basically notable places where the prima materia was considered to, to have been. And so we're sourcing, you know, fruits and plants and herbs from these growing regions where the land was known for having that really nutrient dense sort of magical soil. Oh, that's so cool. And I love that it, it really starts with a story and then everything else is informed by that like initial spark or idea. I yeah. love that. And this mm-hmm. might be almost a silly question, but I wonder like, do you ever get tired of using chocolate as the medium or is it, is it still exciting because you're using these different stories and different inspirations? I mean, because chocolate can carry so many chocolate's really interesting because it's a food that's very small that you eat with your fingers a lot of times alone and a lot of times most people like when they get a box of our chocolates because the packaging is so beautiful they slow down and so it makes the format so interesting for me because people naturally pause when they 
touch it and they see it. Mm. So I love working with something so precious in that way. But I am, you know, a creative storyteller, really experiential storyteller. So I have been thinking a lot about like, what else can I do? You know, we did a bath salt bathing experience. I'm really into bathing experiences. I'm like, oh, well, cocoa butter is really good for the skin. We could leverage the cacao, you know, butter for that. So I, yeah, I, I, I think it would be really interesting for me to do something else too, like to try, like, I don't know exactly what it is, but whatever it will be, it could be food. It could be not food. It just, it's, it's like, I'm just fascinated by getting people to to get connected to their own divine wisdom inside. And so anything I do will, will have, I think that as its purpose is like to, to tap into that space that has like these incredible direction and answers for you about everything. <laughs> totally. Yeah. And, and that's something I love about your chocolate so much that it's really about the experience and the meditation of it of like really engaging all five senses and being in the moment. I, and that is just like, it creates this, such this experience for someone rather than maybe mindlessly consuming or, or whatever that is. Right. So, right. So cool. Yeah. Right. I'm curious for you, like when you maybe don't feel inspired or maybe you're feeling really overwhelmed from work or whatever it is, like, what are those, how do you move through? Maybe like you mentioned the beginning, the dreads or the resistances, how do you move through some of the, that like darker stuff? Well, I have been um, working with uh, um, Dr. B, we call him Dr. Barry Morgulin, and he's created this energy like for success, like kind of program. And a lot of it is like Qigong exercises and guided visualizations and the goal writing, as I was mentioning earlier, like, and, and, and writing your wins. And I think whenever I get in a funk, I just breathe. And then I like, will write a goal. Like, like before this call, you know, writing a goal, like it's going to be an amazing energized chat with you today. And like, just, just that makes you feel, okay, yes. Back in it again. You know, like it's so simple, Yeah, but it's like, there's some, this is very much quantum mechanics too. Like the act of physically writing something like sort of the way it connects to the mind and magnetizes with your your environment, it's really powerful. And so I've, I've just been disciplined to, to do that. And when I don't do it, I notice I get in a pretty big funk and mm-hmm. it's from a mental, mental health perspective. It's the greatest thing I think I've ever done is like having these tools to just write what's my goal right now. Cause it's yeah. very much action oriented. Like, okay, what are you doing about it? Don't mm-hmm. sit in it. Let's move on, you know? And, um, not to say you shouldn't feel, you know, your feelings, but it's just like, okay, well, I got that now. What's it teaching me? How, how is it my teacher? What am I doing next? What do I want to have happen? How am I leveraging that? But that's been my kind of my go-to is this writing, breathing exercises and writing down wins. And a win could be, I just took a deep breath. That's a win. Yay. You know, I got to pet my cat. nice, you know, like simple things. It doesn't have to be, I got the million dollar account. And I think those little things add up to momentum. So being able to write down, have a journal, a little cute journal that's only for your wins and another one that's just for your goals. You know, Dr. B taught me that and it's been truly mind-changing. It's been amazing. Wow. Yeah. And I love that it comes back to intention and like 
kind of in while when focusing on your intention, then you're able to co-create your experience, which is so cool. Yes. Yeah. And one of the last things I love sharing creative resources with people. So I'm super curious, like what are the things that are that really inspire you, whether those are books, podcasts, music, anything that you kind of reach for when you want to feel inspired? Well, I I listen to those energy for success talks that you can download the app. It's free. And those like instantly like get me thinking bigger, wider, larger. And, and oftentimes I find that I was finding that when I go on vacation, I am like hyper creative, hyper, you know, but I think it's mostly because I do my best work on vacation, literally. And I think it's mostly because I have like this headspace. I don't have this self-imposed you know, set up of like, it's going to be a rough one. I got all these meetings. Like, I don't have that, even though I am still probably doing some meetings on vacation. So it's like, how do you change your state of mind? And that's why these talks. So Dr. B energy for success is like a huge one. I also like to listen to there's, it's not a podcast. It's called like bean pod. And on that one, they have something called alchemergy. And I listen to those talks by Dennis William Hawk and and he's the founder of the out or not the founder but one of the heads of the alchemy guild and I love listening to those it makes I don't know just like that also gets me to think that we are much bigger than you know I think I am you know like you're you're much more connected much bigger much more important than sometimes I think I am and so that that helps me think bigger Mm -hmm. I, I don't like I start to think very like Wow. And then another thing is like, you know, interesting friends that take a different view. Like I had a call with somebody yesterday and they were like, you know, talking to me about like, they had a, he hosted a a conference on cancer and he invited the top, 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 top people. And he said, there's one thing though, you can't talk about anything to do with radiation or chemotherapy. And it was a crazy. So then all of a sudden creativity came out of that big time. And um, it was really interesting. So, you know, having a friend say something like that to you is like, oh, that's fascinating. Exactly the point why I don't try to get too much inspiration from my own industry. Mm-hmm. Like find it from, you know, I'm into quantum physics. So like find it from that or find it from like learning, you know, music, you know, string theory and like, you know, those kinds of things. Because there's just, it's, it's more interesting to know other industries, if you will, because you can kind of collaborate and cross-pollinate in unique ways. Mm -hmm. So those kinds of things are more interesting as opposed to just my food world. Yeah. I think that's what makes your work so exciting because you do have this, you know, finding these maybe seemingly unlike things, but then tying them back into chocolate and the experience, which just ties it all together and makes it really that exciting experience. So thank you so much, Katrina. If people are interested in finding more about your work. I'll leave the chocolate link below. And when, what are you most excited for coming up as we sign off? Well, the stay tuned for the Prima Materia collection. And right now we have these new plant bars that are really cool that just launched and they're all 80% cacao and above. And they all are infused with this frequency, 528 Hertz frequency, which makes them a little bit sweeter than what you might think for 80% cacao and above. (laughs) So 
I would oh, say those are the two. I love that so much. Well, thank you. We'll talk again soon. Thank you. Talk soon. Bye. I hope you enjoyed that episode and thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, please feel free to share it with a friend and tell them what inspired you. Or if you'd be so kind, you can rate and review the podcast. And when you do, I would love to gift you my free guided writing meditation that will connect you to your creativity, yourself, and your spirituality. Just go on over to my Instagram at Leah Van Doren. That's L-E-Y-A-V-A-N-D-O-R-E-N and send me a screenshot of your review and I will send over the meditation and I would love to hear your thoughts. Stay inspired, stay creative, and keep shining your creative soul.